Hi, I'm Ahmed Noman. From KFAI, this is Miniculture. This podcast brings you stories about Minnesota arts, culture, and history. Yeah, I just want to groove people. I just want to have like some sort of a fiesta. Oh goodness, I want us to have our own building. Hey there, policeman, I can't breathe. Hey there, policeman, I can't breathe. Today, two sounds of the season. That's right, mosquitoes and lawnmowers. Don't you love Minnesota summers? In the Twin Cities, mosquito populations are kept down by treating common breeding sites and spraying in spots where people tend to get bitten a lot. Like parks, not parts of the body. You spray those yourself. The idea is to make the summer more comfortable for everyone living here and to prevent the spread of disease. But officials can't kill all the mosquitoes and figuring out exactly how aggressive to be is tricky. Some people barely notice them. Other people think it's the worst thing in the whole world. One of our reporters talked with a biologist who performed a perhaps unusual experiment many years ago. So we were going to individual people's homes and asking them to sit outside in a chair. The idea was to figure out how many bites people could take and then use that data to figure out how much to spray. We'll hear that story coming up. But first, when you think of a lawnmower, it probably sounds something like this. But in one southern Minnesota town, mowing can be a bit more raucous. Every summer, the Goodhue County Fair sponsors a demolition derby for riding lawnmowers. The last mower running, no matter how much smoke or damage, wins. <laughs> Never thought I'd see something like this. <laughs> Todd Melby hung out at the Derby and produced this piece. I'm William Erickson, and we're in Zambroda, Minnesota, uh, Goody County Fair. Going to be a lawnmower demolition derby. Some of them get around pretty fast out there. We had one guy that was popping wheelies, and I bet he was popping three-foot wheelies with the, the front end would go off on it, and yeah, that's kind of entertaining. We want to see stuff get wrecked. That's why you come to this stuff, right? I mean, it wouldn't be no fun if everybody just drove off the track like nothing happened. You want to see people get, have to get drug off the track, right? All right, and what we're going to do, the top three from each heat will advance. And once we get down to three, we'll stop it. Other than that, hit hard, have fun. Watch out for legs and stuff like that. Keep your hands inside your vehicle. Last year we had someone that kept on pulling their recoil and someone got mad at them and was reaching for that recoil. The person that had that recoil, we talked to him already, he's got the same mower this year. He's not going to be as obnoxious with that recoil as he was last year. The most important thing, put on a show for the spectators, okay guys? No whiny attitudes. Alrighty, have fun. We'll start first heat in five minutes. We'll call for the first heat. Thanks guys. Uh, my name is Jason Bauer and I got a Craftsman 6-speed mower. I bought it for cheap and just cobbled something together. Uh, welded some bumpers onto it, put a leg cage onto it. Oh, that seems solid. Nobody's going to hurt you. No, but when a mower hits it, it's a little bit louder. <laughs> How fast will it go? 
It only goes about like five miles an hour, so it ain't very fast. Are you kidding? Yes, that's my nickname. I like cats. <laughs> so, have you done this before? No, this is my first time because I got roped into it. I told them if they put a comfortable seat on it, I'd do it, and then they did. So, I got to do it now. So, what's your strategy tonight? Do you have one? Um, I don't have one because I don't know what to do. <laughs> that's why I'm nervous mostly. Apparently, I'm supposed to hit people in the tires and not get hit in the tires. Uh, Brian McCoy. It's painted bright pink for uh, breast cancer awareness. Um, I got my kids' names on there. And, uh, couple bras to save the second bases. Uh, breast cancer is a big uh, thing that I like to donate and help with the cause. And we're going! Uh -oh. <laughs> red flag, red flag, red flag. If you're wondering the difference between regular and pro modified, their bumpers are longer and stronger. And these aren't necessarily lawnmowers, they are garden tractors. Some of them, not all. And we have called it! So what happened? Well, I got third place in the final round because I got stuck under a guy and they told me to quit because I already got third place, but I could have got first. <laughs> all with three tires and a ski. I saw that tire fall off. Yeah, and yeah. then yeah, then the other one popped, so two tires and a ski. So did you learn anything tonight? Yeah, redneck innovation is the best innovation. That's all I gotta say. I mean, look at us go. That piece was produced by Todd Melby. He's a reporter and editor here at KFAI. But back to the blood-sucking bugs. If you live in the Twin Cities, you can thank Mosquito Control for keeping you relatively bite-free. Reporter Grayson Dangor got a behind-the-scenes look at how that commission once approached its job. Pretend for a second that you're a scientist. Your job is to figure out how many mosquito bites a person can take before they want to go inside or put on bug spray. How do you get people to volunteer for that experiment? Now, the funny thing is that we had a bit of a ruse going. That's Joseph Gathman. My name is Joseph Gathman, and I'm an associate professor of biology at the University of Wisconsin, River Falls. 20 years ago, or more now, I was working as a research technician at the Metropolitan Mosquito Control District. For years, the agency had been spraying chemicals based on a rule of thumb. The rule was to keep the average person from getting bitten more than twice in a five-minute period. But they had no data to back that up, so they needed the experiment. And for that, they needed volunteers. So we were going to individual people's homes and asking them to sit outside in a chair. Researchers did not, however, say anything about getting bitten. They just asked the homeowner to fill out a survey. It asked questions about how they spent time outdoors and about mosquitoes, but only in general. But what they don't realize is that one of the crew members would be observing them and recording their behaviors. The researcher would watch them itch and squirm for five minutes. Then they gave the homeowner a second survey. It asked how bad the mosquitoes had been in the previous five minutes. Clever move. Now they could learn how bothered people were getting at that specific moment. They didn't have to rely on memory like other surveys had. But they still needed to know how many mosquitoes there were. So another researcher counted them. Wait, how do you count mosquitoes? It turns out you just need a net and some bait. We came up with the idea of baiting the device with ourselves. We would stand there for the two minutes and then drop the net around us. And so and then you're trapped inside a cylinder of mesh of netting with 
hundreds and hundreds of hungry mosquitoes sometimes. I got the record, 786, I believe, was the number. You heard that right, 786 mosquitoes. Thankfully, his sacrifice was worth it when the results came in. They found two main things. Thing number one was pretty good news. Their guesstimate of two bites per five minutes was actually right on. Mosquito number three was the tipping point. But the second thing they learned complicated the picture. The annoyance level didn't always match the number of mosquitoes very well. Gathman said when there's a lot of mosquitoes, people agree. Yeah, it's bad. But something changes psychologically below that three mosquito mark. When, when mosquito numbers are really low, the response of people is all over the map. Some people barely notice them. Other people think it's the worst thing in the whole world. You know, I'm talking about when we get maybe two mosquitoes in the net, maybe one, you know, and, and the person is freaking out. He said this was probably not the result his bosses wanted to see. It brought up an issue for mosquito control that's never going to go away. But you're going to have a lot of people who are really annoyed no matter what you do, because it doesn't take many mosquitoes to set those people off. True. But at least the researchers figured out how to keep most of us happy. And their methods seem to be working. Mosquito control still uses the results from the experiment 25 years later. That reminds me. The people who volunteered to get bit without knowing it, did they ever find out they were the guinea pigs? I don't think they ever knew. Maybe afterward we gave them a flyer. To those anonymous Minnesotans who suffered bug bites for science, thank you from all of us. For KFAI, I'm Grayson Hensley-Chapman. And that'll do it for this episode of the Meniculture Podcast. Support for Meniculture is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Our music is by Javier Santiago. We'll be back soon with more stories from here in Minnesota. In the meantime, catch a wider array of programming on Fresh Air Community Radio, KFAI. Thanks for listening. This is Ahmed Noma.